morning. This is Mr. PTO, and you're listening to Echo Meld Radio. Today's date is March 30th, 2019. Today I'm going to be talking about a new regulation that will be coming into play starting March 31st. However, it won't technically go into play until April 1st, so it will be the first actual trading day. Now, some of you may have heard about this thing called Basel Three, And what I'm going to do is just give my interpretation of Basel Three. I would definitely say that you would need to go read it for yourself because there's just a lot of different people giving their opinions and it's really, it's really hard just to understand one thing. So don't just take Mr. PTO's word for it. Go ahead <clears throat> go ahead and check out the website which is www.bis.org and that'll give you a pretty good rundown of what Basel 3 is and that'll be for the Bank of International Settlement. They're the ones that basically come up with all the regulations. So if you just need to figure out what it is Go read this for yourself. Do not take anybody's opinion on what they read because it may not mean the same thing to you. This is one of those things I tell you, yeah, figure that out for yourself. I can only give you so much information, but I will give you my opinions on it in this particular case. So, March 31st, 2019, Basel III will take effect. Basel III will shift gold from a Tier 3 asset at a 50% risk weighted to a Tier 1 uh, weighted at 0% risk, which makes sense, I mean, since gold has no counterparty risk. Uh, Basel or Basel, depending on who who you're talking to, I'm going to just call it Basel. Basel, uh, Switzerland may be the most important city in the world. This you'll find out because that's where the Bank of International Settlement is. Yes, there is a Basel One, Basel Two, as well. Just like Basel Three, there are just different rules of the world monetary system. Now, the Bank of International Settlement and the International Monetary Fund are the big dogs in the yard, not the Bank of England, not the Federal Reserve like you think that they are. These are basically, I would almost compare, I would compare the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve to the International Monetary Fund and the Bank of International Settlement to uh, Wachovia to you know, J.P. Morgan Chase. Now, I know a lot of people say, man, that's kind of a slap in the face, but that's that's literally what it is. <clears throat> Just to kind of give you an idea of, yeah, Federal Reserve, eh, ain't really much to it when it comes to them. So, Basel 1 and 2, from what I've understood of it, uh, prefers bonds over cash since bonds draw interest for the banks. And as you know, now bonds also carry 
counterparty risk unlike gold, but was still treated as a tier one asset, meaning that they were at 100% face value. And I'm not going to really necessarily go into a whole big detail in the bonds. Most of you kind of know what bonds work uh, like when I say face value. So we know for the most part, bonds start out at a par value of a thousand. Then, of course, you know, you have your premium and then you have your discount bonds. It's going to be either under par value or over par value if it's a premium bond. Now, of course, we all know that the the yield will be different. You'll get a higher yield if you have a discount bond or if you have a premium bond, you have a lower yield, which just basically means you'll make less interest on the, on those particular bonds. So that's just to kind of give you a, a backdrop of why banks like bonds. It's all about interest. They don't really make a lot of interest off cash. They do make some, but you prefer to have bonds because you may have like a 2 or 3% interest rate on that particular bond. So, yeah, you always want to have that over cash uh, if you're looking to gain profit. Now, Basel 1 and 2, again, uh, let's take um, for an example, gold. Since we're Basel three is primarily talking about gold. I didn't see anything really talking about silver. So Basel one and two, um, gold was, and remember how I tell you it was at a fifty percent risk weighted asset. And let's say that a bank had mm, ten million dollars, just for simple math. They had $10 million in gold. You can only use $5 million of it in, the, in case of a liquidity crisis. So, yes, you had $10 million on your books, but they would say, well, we understand you have $10 million, but, you know, yeah, gold is all right, but uh, sorry, you can only use half of it. But now you can use the full $10 million when Basel III takes effect. Because now it is looked at kind of like cash. Now, sorry, silver bugs. Basel three again, doesn't say anything about silver. And I really like silver myself because it's more affordable. But, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait and see if there is a such thing as a Basel four, Or if there's a modification to Basel three to make it gold and silver. Now, we all know rules can change on a dime, so if you're stacking silver, still a decent play. Keep stacking. More of the story is Basel III might be a way of hardening the financial system and to give banks more of a uh, play on their liquidity. Let's just say it like that. Now, with no counterparty risk, that could be a great way to provide the bank with... Uh, Sweetening the pot. Because now, of course, as you know, if you are a precious metals stacker, we all know that price can go up and down, up and down. Now, a lot of you have probably heard, oh, man, come April 1st, man, gold is just going gonna to shoot to the moon. 
don't be so optimistic. If the banks are going to start to use gold as now a hedge against cash and particularly bonds, you should almost expect, now I'm not calling this out, but you should almost expect that it may go down. Not all of the banks have enough gold to really protect themselves. So I would assume, and again, we all know what the rule is about assuming, but Mr. PTO is going to make an assumption and say gold will go down. And it may go down for quite some time and will go down quite a bit. Now, I'm not talking about three, $400 gold. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is $1,100 gold, to me, is very feasible. Especially because they need to stack. Now, of course, there was no warning to you or to me or to really anybody. I haven't seen anything on the mainstream news media talking about this particular situation. You've only been finding this on alternative media, whether it is you watch it on YouTube or you're listening to this particular podcast like this on Anchor or Spotify or any of the other platforms. You have not turned on your TV and seen anything about Basil Three, and you just won't. Now, Again, Mr. PTL says stay frosty when it comes to things like this because I know it's not the latest of gossip. I know it's not a sexy topic. It's not juicy. It's not, ooh, I can't wait to go tell my friends about such and such. I know Basel Three and really finances in general just aren't a really a pretty thing to talk about a lot of times. But no worries, just in case, you know, you need to ponder on the situation. You know, this may be a good time to actually talk about it. It's one of those things of, I'd rather talk about it now than to wait 10 years later and something goes to happen. And then you're going to still be talking about this situation. But now it's too late to even change your outcome at all. Now, Mr. PTO is not telling you to go out and buy gold or silver. I'm not telling you to do any of that. You're in control of your own finances. What I am saying is to start paying a little bit more attention to what these banking regulations are doing. Be a little bit more mindful of what's going on around you, especially when it comes to your money. And definitely if things like a bail-in happen, yeah, boy, you'll definitely be talking about this situation and you'll be kicking yourself that you didn't handle this situation appropriately. Again, read this Basel Three thing for yourself at www.bis.org. And actually, when you do go to read it, let me know what it is that you think of it because... I'm sure there's some things I missed out of it. It's way too much paperwork. It's a whole lot. So please, read it for yourself. Give me some of your opinions on it. And maybe I I misunderstood something on this. I, I won't lie to you. This one was, it was a tough read. A very tough read. 
But hey, you know, teach your man Mr. PT on some stuff too, man. I mean, we're here to learn together. I'm just basically here to, you know, put the the light in the dark. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to at least say, hey, here's this. What's going on behind that door? I don't know. However, here's the door. Because if you're waiting on the mainstream media to tell you, they never would have even told you that you're even in the building. They would have probably even said, what building? What are you talking about? I got you into the building and I showed you the door. And that's all I can do for this particular situation. You have to go in that door and walk around and rummage around and figure this thing out for yourself. Look at this as a potential financial escape room almost. But all right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and cut this podcast short. Again, this is just something that I wanted to let you let you in on and make light on. Again, April 1st would be the official trading day where Basel III will take place. A lot of people are just, again, oh, well, it's going to, Goals is going to shoot up $100. Eh, yeah, I'm not looking for that. It'll shoot up $100 an ounce whenever the banks get ready and they have enough gold to protect themselves. However, that does nothing for you. Remember, the well, whoever you bank with, they can have all the gold they want to. It does absolutely nothing for you. Nothing. So I just want to put that out there. And if there is a big $100 price spike in gold for whatever reason on April 1st or during that first week of April, then you'll have an idea of why gold is doing what it's doing and it's not going to catch you off guard. So, again, y'all, you good people, have a good weekend. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Echo Meld Radio. Hit your man up in his email at echomeldradio.com. I'm sorry, at echomeldradio at gmail.com. And also make sure that you like, share, and subscribe this video if you found this content worth your time. And that you're trying to at least enlighten folks on some of the things that are going on around them. And not these little antics that's going on with the president and some of these actors and these music stars. If you really want to give them some serious information, make sure you go ahead and send this link out to them. And hey, it's just time to get more aware of certain stuff, people. We ain't got time for the tomfoolery. Let's just go ahead and get more serious about taking care of ourselves financially. Also, speaking of financials, make sure you take care of your man, Mr. PTO, at anchor.fm forward slash echo meld radio forward slash support. Any donations will go to help this podcast and to go to help it get out to even more people. So I thank you for your support. I thank you for your time. Have a good weekend. Mr. PTO will be catching up with you probably within the next couple of days on some other things. Take care. Peace.